0: Toby Eugene Anderson was a 16-year-old from Northern California. He was a prankster who had spent time in Juvenile Hall. During the year of 1986, Toby spent time in Selma, Oregon, with his uncle and family. Everything seemed fine. Then in the fall, Toby allegedly ran away. He was never seen again. I'm Ed Densel, and this is Unfound. I have a large family, as many of you know. I have the family that adopted me. The Densels, the Ravadies, the Seps, the Shellhammers. And my bio family. The Joyces, the Hodsons, the Sommerfelds. Did I forget anyone? But I have to admit, although I love all of them, I'm not much of a family guy. I, of course, have no family of my own. I'm not much of an ancestry guy. My dad will once in a while show me all of my great-great-great-grandfathers, and I listen, but I got to admit, I'm not much into it. I've missed weddings and birthdays and anniversaries. I guess it makes me a bad guy. But really, I've just viewed them like I view my longtime loyal, close best friends. Or I've also missed birthdays and weddings and anniversaries. Just kind of who I am. Well, with missing child Toby Anderson, you're going to get to know a bunch of people that you've never met very well. You're going to get to hear how they reacted to a disappearance in their own family. And you'll get to contemplate the saying, thicker than water. And, now a summary of the case, this is brought to you by my friend Megan Lyonez's website, charlieproject.org. Toby Anderson was only 16 when he disappeared, but in those years, he saw a bit of the good and the bad that life can offer. On one hand, Toby had a large family, including many aunts and uncles, and two younger siblings, He lived in one of the most gorgeous places in the United States, Northern California, with its temperate climate and redwoods. On the other hand, Toby got sent to Juvenile Hall for threatening his mother with a knife, although nobody was hurt. And when Toby got out of juvie, he took his father's car for a spin without permission, sending him right back to the hall again. After the second time... Toby got sent to his uncles in Oregon. The family hoped this would be a positive change for Toby. So, in February 1986, Toby moved to Selma, Oregon. He got along with Uncle Billy, his wife, and their daughters. Toby went to school and got decent grades. He wrote letters to his parents once in a while, never complaining about anything. No problems at all. But then, and the exact month is still in question, although NamUs says September, Toby disappeared. The story Uncle Billy and family told to everyone at the time in 1986 was that Toby must have run away, which made sense, given Toby's previous behavior. In 2016, Toby's sister, and cousin made efforts to find him using government records. There were none. Because of this, the family has now started to look back at Uncle Billy's 1986 story and wonder if it was the truth. As I've stated many times on this program and on the YouTube live show, there are reasons we do not cover many missing child cases on Unfound. The history of Toby's case is a perfect illustration of this in that we have a possible unreliable narrator of the disappearance along with a family that did not understand the dynamics of missing persons cases, although they may understand them now. For you, the audience, your job is to contemplate these three questions as you listen to the rest of the episode. Number one. Was it reasonable for Toby's parents and siblings to accept the runaway story in 1986? Number two, why didn't seemingly anybody's opinion change toward the disappearance when in the 1990s, adults started keeping their children away from Uncle Billy? And number three, is it reasonable and logical to think someone committed a prior crime, although there is no proof, when they surely committed one 15 years later. Toby's family is slowly opening their minds to the idea that whatever happened to him in 1986 may not be the story they believed for 30 years. The guest for this episode is Toby's cousin, Denise McGarity. Unfound News Dr telesco and i did another fantastic show this past thursday may 27th 2021 we discussed the disappearance of kelly rothwell you can now find it on both dr telesco's youtube channel and unfounds and i want to thank lee clifton at tampabaycrimereport.com who continues to make sure everybody knows what david perry surely did to kelly next I can't believe I'm going to say this, but the next unfound book should be coming out in a couple weeks. I got a guy I'm working with now. I'm hoping this book looks and reads good enough that I can bring him on full-time to do all the rest. Because I'm like 25 books behind. Yes, really. Finally, it's the last Friday of the month. Meaning, before the next episode comes out, you will have gotten your Unfound newsletter. That is, if you're on the list. Are you on the list? Good question. Where you can find Unfound. Unfound supports accounts on Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Deezer, and YouTube. YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, please join us for the Unfound live show. All of you can talk with me, and I can answer your questions. Contribute to Unfound at patreon.com forward slash unfoundpodcast. This week, I need to thank Miranda. You can also contribute at PayPal, paypal.me forward slash unfoundpodcast. I also need to give a huge shout out to all the people who have monetarily contributed using Super Chat during the live show on Wednesday nights. Thank you for watching and thank you for donating. The email address unfoundpodcast at gmail.com. Merchandise, the books at amazon.com in both ebook and print form. Do not forget the reviews. Shirts at unfound podcast.myshopify.com. Or you can track down my assistant Heather in the Facebook group. Playing cards at makeplayingcards.com forward slash sell forward slash unfound podcast. The website, theunfoundpodcast.com. And please mention unfound at all true crime websites and forums. Thank you. I'm so happy to have on this episode of Unfound, the cousin of Toby Anderson, Denise McGarity. Denise, welcome to Unfound.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Let's start here. Uh, I don't know um, how many cousins of missing people we've had on the program. I'm sure this is not the first time, but we have a situation like this. I think we need to tell the audience how exactly you are a cousin to Toby. And so let's start here, Denise. Um... Uh, how are you and Toby related?
1: Okay, Toby's father and my mother are um, the first of seven children that were born to my grandmother. Wow. And they are biological brother and sister. The other are um, four of them are half-brothers and sisters.
0: Okay, so he is a full-blood cousin of you
1: yes absolutely
0: okay great and um you know going back to 1986 i would never ask uh your age on the on publicly on a recording (laughs) such as this but um i'm guessing uh were you and toby close to the same age uh did you know him do you remember him having uh, any one-on-one conversations with him back in the 1980s
1: um, I'm actually a little bit younger than Toby, and when we were younger, his dad would sometimes call, and when he was with his dad, sometimes he would put him on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually were not brought up together, but, you know, because of the distance between our families, we were able to have phone conversations as children when he was able to visit his father.
0: Okay. Okay. So do you remember any uh, circumstances where you saw him in person?
1: No, no. Okay. We never got to meet, Okay. which is strange that we're first cousins. But bet- between California and St. Louis and my mother is blind, oh um, we didn't get to travel back and forth All to right. see each
0: other. Okay. So you knew him to talk to him on the phone? Correct. Okay. Now, uh, another question I always like to ask, especially if it's not a, for example, a mother uh, uh, of a missing person or a child of a missing person, but you're a cousin. How did you uh, get involved in this? Uh, why is it that you are, are talking to me today? How long have you been involved in Toby's disappearance? Uh, at what time in your life did you say, "I'm, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to look into this. Um, you know, I'm going to bring media attention to it"? When did that happen?
1: Okay. About five years ago, Toby's sister Marcy and I had connected again and we got on the conversation of her brothers. She has a younger brother and Toby was her older brother. And I had asked her if they ever found Toby. Hmm. And she had stated, no, they've never heard anything. And then proceeded to tell me about all the stories they've heard over the years, which we have heard too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, she said that she tried looking for him, no signs, um, she could never find him. Mm-hmm. And so I had asked her, I said, would you mind if I searched? And that's whenever I got involved in Toby's case.
0: All right. So about five years ago. So let's take say twenty sixteen. We're doing this uh, interview, by the way, for the listeners on May twenty third, twenty twenty one. So about five years ago. Um, so was this conversation in the vein of your family? Everybody knew that he was missing, or that you believed, or your family believed back in nineteen eighty six that he had had run off from Oregon. What was what was the basis for that conversation in twenty sixteen? That it was a uh, uh, there was. For example, I'm not saying there was, but there was a crime committed or it was just Toby ran off and started a new life somewhere. What was the basis for this talk? Um, In
1: 1986, everybody in the family thought he had ran away. Um, he had some trouble and mm-hmm. he, you know, they just thought maybe he just took off and ran and... Okay. That was it. I mean, that's all we were told all these years, that he just ran
0: away. Okay, so all right, so you're then saying when this popped up in twenty sixteen, the that uh, Marcy was looking for him. It this was a search under the idea that he had a runoff, started a life somewhere, and maybe was even living under the same name, Toby Anderson. That was kind of the start of the conversation in
1: twenty sixteen. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, what we thought. Okay. Until Till
0: the search. <laughs> okay, all right, we're that's why we're talking and that and that's what we're uh, gonna get into here. Thank you. all right, so thank you for uh, explaining that. So for about 30 years and once again, as I say oftentimes maybe you're hearing this for the first time, Denise, but the listeners will know I've said this many times. If we knew what happened, we could just go solve it right now. But for 30 years, your family's believing, yeah, Toby ran off. just never came back went off, did something uh, else with his life. That was the pretty much the idea. Correct. Okay, yes. thank you. Well, let's now talk uh, about Toby uh, once again, knowing that you did not uh, ever meet him, but what was his um reputation within the family? Of course, he was a young man just in his teens uh, when he went missing and and um from Oregon, but I know that he was raised somewhere else. What was his reputation? Um, what have you learned about him maybe uh, since 1986? What have people who did know him uh, say about his personality, his interests, uh, things like that?
1: Um, from what I've been told from quite a few people and um, talked to you about 10 to 15, um, he was quiet. Um, he loved the outdoors. He loved to do anything and everything outdoors. Hmm. Um he, he just kind of stayed to himself. Now, he went, he had some trouble at the age of 11, so he had a very short troubled life. Mm. But everybody I spoke to said he was just a kind um, jokester, almost huh. like would constantly, I, I, sometimes I would say nitpick at people just mm. to make them laugh. Huh. Okay. So... That was his personality from everybody I spoke
0: to. Okay. And and, it, and it's interesting to me, uh, of course, knowing that he was 16 when he went missing in 1986, which means uh, he's around my age. Uh, I'm 50. Uh, he would be 51 right now. So, uh, you know, and I, I try to think back to that time. And um, I guess had we been in the same town, I probably would have known him or something like that, being around the same age. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, a little prankster, but bit quiet. Um, I should ask you, are his parents or Toby's parents uh, still alive here in 2021?
1: No. Toby's father died shortly um, after Toby had went missing. Um, mm. He uh, had cancer. Oh, my. And then um, just a few years after that, his mother passed away, too. Wow. So, the only two relatives... He has living are a brother and a sister.
0: Wow, okay. All right, uh, well, let's talk about them. Uh, so his parents uh, died uh, a while ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, brothers and sisters, uh, what can you tell? Uh, you, I, I, you know them, obviously. Uh, what can you say about his brother and his sister? Well,
1: Marcy is absolutely the most wonderful person i have ever um encountered um we talk as much as possible and she's just a kind-hearted person very um soft-spoken and really truly cares about her family randy is Mm -hmm. um you know he's quiet too you know he Mm -hmm. has um had a troubled life too but both of them have very good jobs and wonderful families mm-hmm. and um, you know I know they they just want to find their brother
0: yeah how old were they uh, were they older or younger maybe you said this but are they older brothers or younger uh, br- younger brother and sister or older brother and sister of Toby
1: they are much younger both much of them. Younger. so oh. Marcy would be about uh, six seven years younger than Toby oh, okay. And Randy, I believe, is a year younger than Marcy.
0: All right, so they were just little kids; they weren't even were. close. They weren't even close to teenage age when um, he went missing. Correct. Wow. Yes. Okay. So their
1: memories of Toby are very little.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you say then, uh, once again, being that his parents uh, died not long after? Is is it then your belief that the the, the parents, his parents, uh, died thinking that Toby ran off and and just didn't come home?
1: Yes. So I do know that his dad um, traveled from California to Missouri hoping to find him. That maybe, you know, maybe he ran off to Arkansas, where our family is from. Maybe he ran off to Missouri, where my mom, you know, was living. Um, You know, I know he spent a lot of his last time here looking for Toby.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. And as you said, uh, I guess both uh, Toby's brother and sister uh, for 30 years kind of thought the same thing that their parents did.
1: Yes. I mean, they've been told a few stories Mm -hmm. of things that's happened, but there's no, we have no proof of any of that.
0: Right. And we'll, okay. And we'll get into that. I think this is, I think this is very interesting. I don't know how often we run into this type of uh, situation on Unfound where uh, a family thinks one particular thing for 30 years, and then maybe there's something that just happens that, you know, causes everybody to think a, a totally different way. This course people's opinions have changed over time and my opinions have even changed over time in the last four and a half years of doing this um program but this i think is uh something that everybody needs to understand about uh toby's family and how the dynamics have changed over the last uh, 35 years from one thinking to maybe let's just say maybe being a little more open-minded to other possibilities okay Hello? Okay. Now, you've already mentioned this, but I I, would, I think we need to go deeper into this. You mentioned Toby had some issues, um, got in trouble as a teen. Uh, what did he do? Who did he do it against? Why do you think he did it? Um, let's talk about that. Okay, so um, in
1: 1980, um, I'm going to say 82, 83... He had gotten into some trouble. He was around 11 years old. Mm -hmm. And he had, uh, there was an argument, according to court documents, with his mother and stepfather. And Toby pulled a kitchen knife out on his mom. Um, He was then sent to Juvenile Hall in California. Mm -hmm. um, And he lived there for two years. So that was the first incident. Um, Toby got out. He was staying with his dad. And the second incident is when he stole his dad's car,
0: truck, Um,
1: and went on a joyride and got put back into juvenile hall.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, this knife incident, uh, would you say that he uh, attacked his mother? I mean, what do you if you know, if you don't, that's fine too. Do you know any of the details? Uh, you know, did he try to hurt his mother with it, or was it just out of frustration? The knife's lying there and he just kind of picks it up. Any ideas? Uh, you know, what do you think?
1: Well. Uh, from what I've read in the court documents is that he just pulled the knife out. It didn't say he Mm
0: -hmm. tried to
1: attack his parents, um, his stepdad or his mom. It just said he pulled the kitchen knife out. So Mm -hmm. court documents don't really say a whole lot. Of course, with his mother not here, I can't confirm Mm. did he hurt her? Did he hurt him? But, Mm. That's the only thing as I have to go by is the court documents that we have.
0: Okay, I guess I'm just wondering if this is a situation where um, somebody needed to call 911. If 911 existed, you know, 911 hasn't been around. It's kind of like last 30, 40 years, I guess. And the police had to show up and, and disarm him, or was this something that he disarmed voluntarily? We just don't know. Right. That, that okay.
1: does not state it in
0: those records. Okay. And so he went to Juvenile Hall. So he did not yes. get just, the, I guess what you'd say, a slap on the wrist. He's in there. You say that he's very young, 1981, 82, 11, 12 years old. Uh, any idea uh, how he handled it? I guess being that you've already told us the other uh, situation, what happened, I guess it didn't stick. He came out and he kind of got in trouble again. Although that's taking car for joyrides, different than pulling a knife on your mother. But correct. Okay. Yeah. How do you? How do you? How do you, uh, how do you? How do you look at that? Going to juvenile hall and then and then and coming back out. How do you? How, you've had a chance to think about that. What do you think? Well,
1: I mean, when a child goes into juvenile hall, their life is thrown upside down depending yeah, right. on what the situation is in that center he was living at. And we could not find anything that stated he was in trouble there or caused any trouble at all. Hmm. Um, but if, from anything, there has hmm. been no documentation of Toby was always in trouble in juvenile hall. Um, you know, he got out. Good behavior is what hmm. it stated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then he, the second time around when he's, you know, takes his dad's car,
0: yeah. you know,
1: I, I mean, to me, there's a lot of teenagers that do yeah. that. They're going to take their parents' car because they want to <laughs>
0: drive. Yes. <you> know? <laughs> yes, that's true. That That is true. Um, so, okay.
1: you know, if he came out of juvenile hall and he... You know, you don't know what he's learned in there from what other kids were in that hall, but you know, maybe he just needed to be free or alone. I don't know.
0: okay. Um, and of course, uh, of course, his sister and brother aren't any help because they uh, they would have been very, very young in eighty one or eighty two I mean that they would have not been helpful. Uh, at all, and of course, being that his parents died, you know, just not long after, they maybe didn't even get to tell their other two children about those situations, so it's a complete mystery uh, as to why Toby was doing these things or anything else. Correct, Okay. Yeah. Uh, just need to uh, answer some questions. Any allegations that Toby, anytime either in 81 or 82, even getting up to 86, ever involved in any drugs... Uh, Anything like that?
1: I could not find any information that he had ever dabbled in any drugs. If anything, um, you know, uh, there could have been marijuana. But Mm -hmm. I do know he was smoking. Um, I was able to Mm -hmm. find that information out. But as far as drugs, I have not been able to find any link to him ever doing drugs.
0: All right, so when you say smoking, just good old-fashioned tobacco, cigarettes? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right, so he goes to, he he takes his father's vehicle, gets caught somehow. Uh, he goes back to juvie. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how long is he in that time? Do you know? A year a year and a half. A year and a half, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then he gets out, and what happens? Uh, I, maybe I should ask you this. If anybody knows this, and once again, it's kind of, um, we have two siblings who are very young, parents are deceased. Any fear among the family that he might become a career criminal? Was that maybe going through their mind at the time?
1: That I do not know. I mean, from it, it, that was the first um, thought in my head was maybe he had committed a crime and he was in prison, mm. or, you know, that that was a path he decided to go on and mm. you know, he had gotten in trouble. So that is the first thing I did mm-hmm. when I looked for him to see if he was in right. prison or, that makes sense. you know,
0: yeah, that's smart. I think it's a good, I think that's a great uh, choice you made there, but you haven't been able to find anything.
1: Correct. Yes. And mm-hmm. I've checked every, every prison, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, and this is a lot of phone calls, so it yeah. took me two and a half years. But every prison, um, I have checked every hospital, mm-hmm. probably faxed his missing persons poster from here. And we went to Canada and Mexico um, thinking that, I mean, just that's what we thought.
0: Right. Okay. And I, I guess I have to ask you this. You've, you've said he's a prankster very quiet guy, that's the way you've portrayed him, but then we have this other side of him, and that's what I wonder, if this was just, you know, teenager being a teenager, uh, you know, and I'm getting sent to maybe Juvenile Hall, maybe the knife incident, but Juvenile Hall, because of taking his father's vehicle, you know, seems a bit harsh. I don't know, What do you? Uh, once again, I'm not a parent, as the listeners know, but any insight into that?
1: Well, because he broke probation and wasn't supposed to get in trouble, was why he got sent back. Um, Now, they sent him to two different counties. The first one was Humboldt County, California. Mm -hmm. Second incident was Mendocino County. So I think because of the probation he was on and he committed any crime, he was going to go back to juvenile.
0: Okay. All right, thank you. that's that's a great point. He was on probation, and then he gets in trouble again. I think that if that maybe just taking his father vehicle had been the first incident and maybe only incident, he might not have gotten sent there at all. Okay, I think right. that's a great point. Okay. so he gets out, and what have you learned? He gets out, and how soon after that does he end up being sent to Oregon? What have you learned about this?
1: So I was able to find, with the help of his sister, some court documents where he was released in 1985 in November. He went to another uncle, not the uncle he ended up with. So this uncle was his mom's brother, and he, he was signed out by him. So from November of 1985 to february of 1986 i have no documentation of where he was Mm. except that he could have been staying with his his uncle um in california Mm -hmm. which like i said would be his mom's brother
0: okay all right so he's in california and what have you learned? How did it turn out that he ended up going to say with, um, now we should note that uh, this uncle's real name is Elmer, A-L-M-E-R. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, but people call him Billy? Correct. All right, so yeah. we will refer to him as Billy and his last name. Right. All right, so Uncle Billy Wright and family, they, live, uh, they lived in Oregon. How have you learned, uh, what have you learned about, Toby ended up, ending up going to stay with them, uh, I guess, starting in February of 1986. How did that process t- take place? Do you even know?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so, my uncle, Lee, before they moved to Oregon, they were living in California and they were friends with Toby's mom, even though my uncle Almer and Toby's father and my mother, all brothers. And sisters. Mm-hmm. So, but he, my uncle Billy had been closer, seems like, to Toby's mom's family. They were um, Toby's mom's brother is Randy. And they were really good friends. And this is coming from quite a few people that I've spoken to. Okay. They did a lot together. Um, some activity that wasn't so great, from what I understand, but they stayed close when my uncle Billy went to Oregon. Randy stayed in California, so he was the last one to sign Toby out, so somehow in that conversation is my uncle Billy needed some help on the property in Selma, Oregon, and Mm -hmm. we... It, we did get confirmed that his Uncle Randy is the one that took him there.
0: All right. So Uncle Randy takes Toby to Oregon, Selma, Oregon, to stay with Uncle Billy. Uh, Billy has a wife, and he had children. Yes. Okay. And all right. So do you happen to know if, uh, Toby and uncle Billy had known each other before that, maybe a a get together, a family reunion, anything like that? Did they have any type of relationship before this happened?
1: Yes. So I do believe that he knew our uncle Billy because the family seemed to have gotten together, um, lived near each other, um, in California and so I do believe that he knew him prior to going to stay with him. So I don't think he had any issues staying with him.
0: Okay. And as you stated, it seems this, this is a situation, well, Billy has needs some help. Maybe Toby can go up there, go to school there, and get Billy or Toby away from this area where he's had these problems with his parents. And, you know, you know, maybe this will uh, a change of scenery, as sometimes they put it. You know, we'll do him good. Correct. Okay. Yes. And how far is it from where Toby, you know, off the top of your head, from Toby, where Toby was living at the time to Selma, Oregon? How far is that? Do you even know? A uh,
1: three-hour drive.
0: Three-hour drive. So not incredibly far. Not too far. Right. All right. right. So maybe 150 miles, 160 miles.
1: Yeah, something roughly around there. Okay.
0: All right. So Toby goes to Oregon uh, roughly February 1986. Um, And like, uh, how many children does Billy have? I I think he has all daughters, correct?
1: He has four daughters, and they ranged from 16 down to, I think, 10 or 11 at the time.
0: All right. So right around Toby's age. The oldest is around Toby's age. Mm -hmm. All right. So so he would have some things in common with them. And all right. So he goes up there. Does Toby go to school there? And what does Toby do there? Um, You know, what do you know about those first few months? Let's just say February through May of 86. Uh, Does he roll in school? What goes on? Any information?
1: Yes, yeah, so I did confirm he was enrolled in the high school Central Illinois High School in Oregon, and he attended. I was able to confirm that there was no issues of him getting in trouble in school. His attendance seemed to be okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we do have that we we have the exact dates of when he was enrolled to the time that he had um, went missing.
0: Okay. And once again, have you been able to find anything, uh, once he went to school there, any problems, uh, in school, um, more particular seemed to be being that he had problems with his parents, any problems with Billy, Billy's wife, the children, any problems at all that you know about, um, once he got to Oregon.
1: No, there is nothing. We could not. um, We couldn't find anything. We've talked to schools. We've talked to teachers. He had not been in trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, I have spoken to the girls, some of them, and the ones I have spoken to didn't say he was in trouble or anything. Mm -hmm. You know, they they don't really say a whole lot, but you know, they what information I can get. Um, you know, they didn't say he was always in trouble and just,
0: you know,
1: the issues in the family, nothing like that.
0: I I have to ask, uh, and I don't know this, I don't know if this has ever come up in a discussion for a disappearance before in the program, but in, in finding his records of where he went to school, uh, can you find things like grades or if he ever got, you know, school suspension or, I, I mean, are those things still exist 35 years later? I mean, how much information were you able to get? from the schools?
1: Belief or not a lot. So that school kept the records. Now we do not know um, because he was a juvenile. Um, I wasn't able to get the records in detail, mm-hmm. but they did give them to the detective that is involved with Toby's case and sent everything over to him. Okay. So he is aware of everything that's happened.
0: Okay, so once again, grades, attendance records, yes, maybe, poss- yeah. very possible.
1: You know, they didn't tell me his grades were bad. They okay. didn't say he missed a lot of school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, from what they were able to tell me, you know, is the, the confirmation of when he attended to the last day he was attended, and even told me what the documentation had said when he left
0: okay all right so it it seems at least what you've been able to find since you got involved five years ago is that toby seemed to have behaved himself a little better in oregon than he did in california would that be an accurate statement
1: that is
0: accurate Mm -hmm. okay thank you all right so he's there going to school the, the, his cousins, his sis, the sisters are there, the daughters, uh, the sisters, the four daughters are there. Um, what have you been able to find out about uh, Toby communicating with his family that was still in California, his, his parents in particular, how often did they talk? Uh, did Toby ever talk about uh, any problems that might not appear in any paperwork or anything? how did What was the impression everybody got in California of Toby being in Oregon?
1: Mm-hmm. So, from talking to his sister, she had seen him a couple of times. I know with the parents being divorced, and, um, you know, the kids were going back and forth from seeing dad to mom. So, as far as I know, he wrote letters to his mom. She has pictures. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, <laughs> as far as how much they communicated, you know, the kids were so young at the time. Yeah. You know, we really don't have a whole lot of information on did they get to see him a lot? Did they get to hear from him a lot? Mm-hmm. That I was unable to get.
0: Okay. All right. So he's there, uh, maybe not missing California that much at all, especially if he was behaving himself. Maybe the change of scenery was exactly what he needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, So in general, the the, uh, the feeling you get... All these years later, is that everybody was feeling pretty good about Toby being in Oregon?
1: Correct. Yes, mm-hmm. I have never heard anything other. I, I mean, in the thirty-four years, and I, I know that family when they moved to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So, I've never heard any stories of that he was a horrible person, or you, you know, stay away from Toby. You don't mm-hmm. want nothing to do with him. That was never came up growing up that
0: we've heard okay all right so then i guess this makes it even more uh, of a mystery being that we do know that that Tommy went missing maybe he ran off or whatever you know it seems like his life improved once he once he went to uh oregon but uh he went missing uh first let's just start here because in this episode, I've already mentioned the date of September 1st, 1986. That's what, pe- what will people will find, for example, in the Charlie Project or on NamUs, etc. How was this date picked out? Do you know?
1: Um, so I had to guess of when he went missing. And the reason why I guessed is because at that time, we didn't have a whole lot of information except for records, From what I was able to find within um, the school, as they just said, at first, it was in 1986. Um, Speaking to some family, they thought it was September of 1986.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Until it took me about three years to actually get very close to the exact date he went missing.
0: All right, so... You're not so. I, I guess you're saying if you had to put a hundred bucks on it, a hundred bucks. Uh, September first is the best guess that you can make, but it very well could be September second or August thirty first or something like that.
1: Um, we actually found out just recently. We have not changed the dates because mm-hmm. the detective okay did not want to did not want to change it. Yeah, but we did actually. Uh, it would to the almost the exact date. Well, he's got the exact date. He wouldn't mm. tell me, but of November of 1986 is when he went
0: missing. All right, so it's not September, even though that is the date that's out there. It's two two months later.
1: Two months later, wow. correct.
0: Okay, yes. so um, even though I said September 1st for the beginning, we can now state that uh, it's actually November. That's a, that's a big yes. difference. So now we're talking into the next school year. We're not talking at the beginning of the school year. We're talking into the next school year. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I realized that you were, uh, of course, not an adult at the time. So would have been other people in charge of this in your family. But when does it pop up? How does it pop up? that one day uh, Toby's at Uncle Billy's and then the next day he's not. How did that all came about? What was Billy's story? What was the daughter's story? What was the wife's story? What what went on?
1: Okay. From me speaking to some of the family, they stated that... um, I, I I assume this was a Friday evening. Something happened between one of the girls and Toby, and Toby had inappropriately touched them, or attempted to rape one of them, or attack one of the girls. You are, you know, what has been stated by the girls is not clear of what happened, mm-hmm. but. That is the story that I was told, and now, according to our uncle Billy, he has stated it was two different daughters. Okay. Um, that is not confirmed to which one this happened to, but and if it happened, um, I've I'm getting conflicting
0: stories. All right. Well. I, I just—we'll uh, talk about what they're saying now in the 21st century, but back in 1986, what was the story?
1: He ran away.
0: All right. He went away, uh, ran away because Uncle Billy caught him doing something?
1: Never. That story had never came up within the family, okay. that Toby had done something wrong. Um, that was not the story we were told by um, our uncle. They just said he got really upset one night, mm-hmm. and he took off. And nobody has seen him since.
0: Okay, and so let me ask you this. Did Billy um, or anybody in Oregon never file a missing police report? Did the school, being that Toby was going to school, did not some school official... You know, kind of look into this. I realize things are a lot different here in the 21st century than they were in 1986. Uh, Should something like this happen, uh, it seems schools are a little more involved these days. But the school wasn't like he just ran off, really. Um, It it was just taken at face value. He ran off. Yeah,
1: well, the school was told on um, the following week Day that Toby was going to live back with his father in California and he was not going to be returning to school there. He was actually signed out, and that has documentation from our Uncle Billy. So that was the story he gave the school that Toby decided to live, go move back in with his dad, Mm. and he was not coming back.
0: In California? Correct. All right. So and if, did they look? Doubt mm. it. Okay. And of course, Toby did not end up back in California with his father. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Uncle Billy says he ran off and I guess the, the rest of the family agreed with that at the time.
1: Yes, I was able to find out that his dad or his mom, one of the parents, had tried to file a missing persons, but they said, uh, I guess they stated that he ran away and there was nothing they could do. He would probably come back. And that was due to his juvenile history. So mm-hmm. if he ran away from Oregon, he'll show up in California. Let's give it a little bit of time. And, and, and I guess At that time, in
0: 1986, that's what they thought. Okay. Now, do you know, was this a situation where Uncle Billy or somebody, his wife, whoever, uh, called from Oregon to tell Toby's parents, I realize they're divorced, so two separate phone calls, just want you to know Toby ran off, or was it a situation where one of the parents called to talk to Toby and then Uncle Billy or somebody is like, well, uh we meant I meant to tell you, uh, Toby ran off. We thought he was going back to California. Do you even know who who called who first?
1: I do not. yeah without I mean, since the parents are deceased, I unfortunately do not have if Billy contacted you know Toby's dad or his mom mm-hmm. or anybody. I just I, I'm not sure who made that first phone call. I would assume he contacted you know his brother gene um which is toby's dad and said you know toby ran away and that mm-hmm.
0: was it okay all right so this happens somehow the people the family in california find uh find out do you remember uh you being a teenager at the time i guess do you remember the first time you heard that toby had rent run off or had gone missing do you remember that
1: i do actually he called my mom um
0: I when you say today. when you say he, who do you mean?
1: Uh, Toby's dad,
0: Gene. Oh, okay. My uncle
1: Gene called okay. my mom and said that you know Toby ran away. Um, we've been looking for him. We're hoping he shows up. You know, if he shows mm-hmm. up there, will you let us know? So I do remember that. Um, I was a lot younger. My sister, I haven't. I had two older sisters. They were closer to Toby's age.
0: Hmm. So oh. we
1: we do remember that situation of the phone call that was made to okay. my mom in case she showed up in Illinois, St. Louis, Missouri area.
0: And I guess um, maybe him running off was not so crazy, being that he had had problems in California, pulled a knife on his mother, had gone off on a joyride with his father's car. Running off might not have seemed so crazy.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I think at that time, mm-hmm. you know, with... With the trouble that he's been into before, you know, that's probably the first thought that, that in anybody's mind is, yeah, if he gets mad, he'll, you know, if, if he just runs away, mm-hmm. you know, he'll come back. Right. I mean, there was no, to me, there's nothing stating that he did this in juvenile hall, um, no. would take off and run. It seemed like he did contact his family and, mm-hmm there's no documentation of him like being
0: a runaway, you know before. So to me,
1: that's odd, but yeah, okay, you know, I, I just have to take it as what I found.
0: I know, and... I know you do. I know you do, but <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is he runs off. The rest of the family finds out that um, you know he he took off. He's not around anymore. He's not living with the family in Oregon anymore. And, uh, but I guess it seems maybe his parents were waiting for him to come back to California. Of course he never did. Right. Right. Okay. And, and once again, anytime 86, 87, 88 was a successful missing persons report filed.
1: There has been no missing persons report ever filed. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, Toby's dad getting sick and passing away and then his mom getting sick and passing away. I think, I think everybody just thought, you know, he's, he just wants to be alone. I, I, Mm. I'm not sure what that thought was, or, (laughs) you know, even his sister said, you know, they really (laughs) just don't have that information of what she could remember when he was younger.
0: Okay. I have some questions for you. Uh, I'm going to just ask you this point blank again, even though we've uh, discussed it. At that time in 1986, and I guess moving forward into the 90s and onward, did everybody believe the story that Toby just ran off in your family?
1: They did. And um, we have um, our grandmother who even told Marcy that they had seen him in Arkansas. Oh. And um, he tried to contact her. Huh. Um, it, 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 there's there's no information on that. So if he ended up in Arkansas, I can't I can't find
0: that information. Okay, at the time and and moving forward, did anybody suspect that Billy could have done something to Toby? Now we're not saying that that happened, but that did that conversation to your knowledge ever come up back then
1: no never
0: okay um all right so we have this situation that toby is there one day and uh they're just saying missing not a lot of details is what i would say denise what do you think right there's
1: not a lot of details it's almost It's really hard when you're doing a lot of research and you're trying to find somebody that one day he's there, you think he just ran away. We thought maybe he ran away from California when I first started looking and then find out he's in Oregon with another uncle and then find out how he was ended up there. And then he just disappears and no one in the family says anything and it's not that I have a bad family Mm -hmm. at all it's I think it's the communication because of the estranged relationships even though they were brothers and sisters my mom and Toby's dad was taken away and sent to live other places um Mm -hmm. And Then you have the other kids, and they're all like my aunts and uncles are all amazing. It has never came up within the family that somebody suspected
0: anything besides what Billy said, right? Okay, right. all right. Well, this is going to be interesting because we're going to talk about this a little later. That'll be, I guess, it's going to be quite a contrast uh, to the way people reacted, but we'll get to that. So, what happened after Toby went missing? You've told me that Billy and his family moved to Arkansas. When was this?
1: Yeah, so in 1986, 87, um, I remember going to Arkansas to see um, Billy and his family for the first time. That was the first time I got to meet him. His daughters are close to, some of the, the younger ones are closer to my age. And we got to go to Arkansas to meet them and get Mm -hmm. to know my cousins. And my mom had not seen her younger brother in probably 20, 25 years, maybe longer because she was taken away and sent to live in St. Louis as a, as a teenager.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. So Billy and his family moved to Arkansas in 1987. Yes. All right. Just may I, Sometime in 87, it could be a few months after Toby went missing. It could have been almost entirely a year later. But sometime, they moved to Arkansas. Correct, yes. And what reason did Billy give for doing this?
1: Billy told his family that our grandmother, his mom, was sick and needed help. And they were going to have to move to help her out.
0: And... I realize you wouldn't have known this at the time, but at some point, I guess within the last five years, or maybe sooner, um, were you able to determine if that story was true or not?
1: And that story is not true. Um, I could tell you from whenever I was younger, my grandmother um, was never a sick woman. She would travel a lot. She was a nurse. um I've never known her to be sick and ill and about ready to die, ever. And this is, she would frequently come to St. Louis area to see one of her sisters Mm
0: -hmm. who lived
1: here. Um, Never known her to be sick, so that story definitely was not
0: true. All right, so but that's what Billy said.
1: That's what Billy told his family,
0: correct. Okay, we're moving to Arkansas because his mother's sick, and that wasn't true. Correct. Okay. Uh, When they get to, where did they move to in uh, Arkansas?
1: They moved to Malvern, Arkansas, which is just outside of Hot Springs, Arkansas.
0: All right. So M A L V E R N? Correct. All right. And what did Billy do there? Did he get a job? Who did they live with? What went on once his family moved to uh, Arkansas?
1: They did live with um, my grandmother. And he did work. Um, I, from what I understood, he worked in the lumberyard. Okay. But, you know, I, as far as work history, that's about all I could find is that he did work in a lumberyard.
0: Okay. So they moved in with the grandmother for a while. Did they eventually get their own place?
1: Yes. And this was after, before 1990.
0: They would have gotten their own place. All right. So that makes sense, kind of. You know, you're moving that far with four four children. You're going to, you know, say, hey, we'll get there and have an, I guess, make an anchor there, stay with a grandmother, and then we can go house shopping. hmm That makes yeah. total sense. Okay. Now, once again, let's just be, in. it's been a little while, let's once again, we keep calling him Uncle Billy. And he was the brother of which one of Toby's parents? Toby's father Toby's he was father. one
1: of the younger brothers of Toby's father.
0: Okay. And uh, what have you um, I realize his Toby's father died uh, and, you know like you said, a couple years after he uh, went missing. Uh, how did they get along? Um, what was the attitude of Billy's siblings toward him?
1: Um, From what I can understand, you know, there wasn't any issues. I think there was one incident where I was told that he he and my Uncle Gene, my Uncle Billy and Uncle Gene got in a fight. I have not been able to confirm that, when it happened, how it happened, or why it happened. But I was able to confirm that there was a fight. Now, if this was over Toby, I don't Mm, know.
0: Okay. Now maybe we should go through this as well. Now you were living in the St. Louis area, correct? At the time, so yet you So your family's kind of spread out, I guess. You have you in the in the state of Missouri, which is kind of near yeah. Arkansas, uh, but then you have yeah. family in California. You have family all over the place, so a little spread out. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Now I have to ask you this only because it came up in a in a conversation. Um, did you tell me something about? Uh, I guess it would be Billy's dad doing.
1: Yes, so the reason my mother and Eugene was taken away to live elsewhere. Uh, my uncle Gene Toby's dad was sent to live on um, Nash's farm in California. My mom was sent. And to first Arkansas, and then she moved to the St. Louis area with an aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's who raised her.
0: And this was and it, it, it was because something that your, I guess it would be your grandfather did.
1: It would be, yes, he was not my grandfather. It would have been my mom's stepfather. Okay. Um, and yes, there was a, a sexual assault as, um, multiple times is the reason my mom and Jean was
0: taken away. Oh, my. Okay, that's, alright, I just thought we needed to bring this up because, uh, we're gonna be talking now, uh, uh, about Billy in particular, and I think we're gonna contrast this with some of the things that, uh, you know, the choices that were made there. Um, Let's talk about Billy. Children in the family, uh, you've told me that they were not allowed to be around Billy. Why is that?
1: Um, My mom did not want us alone with Billy at all. Um, Due to some of the behavior that I guess the family has heard over the years with his inappropriate behavior um, Mm -hmm. towards young girls. And um, so my parents, that was, no, you don't get around Billy alone. Don't, Um, you know, I mean, that's just what they embedded in our heads. Okay. They never did that with my mom's other brother um, or anybody else in the family. That was never an issue except for Billy.
0: Then I have to ask, and I've already asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you just so we can put it on the record. Then I have to ask: Then why was it then, if he had this reputation before Toby was sent to Oregon? Then how did I will realize you were not in? And I, I'm not asking you to uh, badmouth anybody in your family, but I think the listener I have to ask the questions because the listener are going to wonder. Then, if he had this reputation, then why was the, Toby then sent to in Oregon to stay with him?
1: I'm not sure he had that reputation till after Toby was.
0: Missing. Oh, okay. All right.
1: So if somebody okay. had said something, which I assume that's what it was, somebody had made an accusation against Billy mm-hmm. that my parents have not confirmed. But mm-hmm. there was a conversation that you know, mm-hmm. you just don't let the girls around Billy by themselves.
0: Okay. Alright, and so still though, once again, if, if that's the case, and of course you become, you know, you uh, you know, you get into your 20s and the 90s, um, we're going to talk about Billy and how he got in trouble, but at any time, being that your mother told you to stay away from Billy, for you personally, speaking for yourself, oh. at any time then in the early 90s, for example did you ever start thinking, well, you know, my mother's uh, you know, telling me to stay away from Billy, then Toby disappears at Billy's house. Did you maybe ever start thinking, hmm, could there be a connection there? I- I'm just asking.
1: No, as a teenager, no. I didn't even know Billy, um, Toby was even staying with Billy until after I started doing a lot of research.
0: Wow.
1: So I thought he always went missing from California. Huh. Wow. So this is, you know, um, huh. I guess because I was so young at that time, that of finding out he was in Oregon was absolutely a shock to me.
0: Huh. I did, you know, so, I, the listeners should know. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Uh, so you did not know until just within the last five years that he actually disappeared from Oregon and not California. That's correct. Is that something now that you look back on Or now? Is that just... Uh, a mistake that you made, or do you think that people were nebulous about? it's just something maybe you just kind of missed in dealing, you know, being around your family for Christmases and everything all these years, or is the this just the sign of the topic not being mentioned much over the last thirty years?
1: I think it has a lot to do, and I have wonderful family, but I think when there comes issues in a family. And my mom being raised by an aunt and us being closer to her than I was my mom's biological family, Mm. that topic was never brought up. I mean, we would talk to our Mm. Uncle Gene, which is Toby's dad, on the phone, but it was never brought up that, oh my gosh, he went missing from Oregon. If they talked about it, they definitely didn't say it around
0: us kids. Okay. All right. That is that. I have to admit, I'm a little stunned once again, listeners, of, for hearing this for the first time. Somehow in all our conversations so far, Denise, I missed that one. Uh, that is my fault, and so that is very interesting to me. Okay.
1: No, that's okay. That's right. okay. I mean, I get it. It's a it's confusing case.
0: It, yeah, it's, it, it is. It is, especially considering it's 35 years old doesn't help either. You know, it's right. a very old disappearance. Okay. Right. Now, I do have to ask you, uh, and we'll be getting to Billy's daughters and, and his wife and everything that went on in Billy's uh, life in the mid 90s, but there is the story out there. You can find the stories out there. You can find it in a multitude of places. That at some point, though, Billy, even though the story is, yeah, he just took off, but it seems at some point stories got out there that Toby had done something to. To Billy's daughters, and there's a story about a chicken coop. Where does all of that come from? Did it pop up later, after you know, after eighty seven or eighty eight, or, or or do you even know where does all this all that stuff come from?
1: Yeah, so I was searching, doing a lot of research. I had let the family know that um, how the research was coming. What what was I finding out? So this was not. I I was very open about searching for Toby finding out more about him, thinking that he was alive, and he just ran away, started a new life. So that's where that came up. Um, And then I received a phone call um, from one of the daughters of my uncle. And that conversation was what happened the night he went missing. Um, So Mm -hmm. the story I was told is that Toby was staying in Oregon and this individual suspected my Uncle Billy had done something um, that Toby had attacked one of the girls. Now, I was told one of the girls and their dad got very angry with him and... Toby ran outside. He was hiding in the chicken coop. My uncle found him in the chicken coop and pulled him out. Toby was then put into the car. Um, Mm -hmm. There was an uncle called, which I I couldn't tell you which uncle or who. I just know an uncle was called. And my uncle, Billy... Um, took him to Grant's past police department, dropped him off at the front door. One of the officers ran out and said, "What are you doing?" And he said he's your issue and drove off. And that's the last anybody had seen Toby ever.
0: Where do you you saying you're saying you just heard this uh, story recently
1: five years ago five yes. years ago.
0: And do you, do you think that anybody else in your family, had heard that story before you did?
1: No. No, that story has never came up.
0: Okay. All right, so um, and where do you think that story came from? I mean, once again, back in 1986, I have to I'll just use word. the story is very uh, uneventful. You know, Toby's there. He decides to run off, and you know, not v- very vague, very nebulous, very bland, very general. And now we have a very, um, precise story, you know, uh, and where, where do you, have you been able to kind of go backwards now to figure out, I guess it had to have been Billy or was it one of his daughters, his wife, you know, when did this start, uh, you know, the story start, you know, growing?
1: Um, when I was told this story, so I was told by one of his daughters, Okay. um, that this is the story that was told. She was there. She remembers a little bit um, Mm -hmm. that Toby had done this. The family was sent away. Um, Mm -hmm. So I can confirm that that the the girls and the mother were not at the house when he drove Toby off. Okay. So they were all sent to get in the car and... Drive off to another family member's house, and then they were to come back when my uncle Billy was to call them. Okay. So, that is that. Com- that was confirmed by two of the girls. Okay. Um, their dad told them over these years that he dropped Toby off from Grant's Pass Police Department, and that was the last anybody has seen. They thought maybe he ran away. After that
0: and what is the police department being this is once again information just found out within the last five years uh, any records any proof that that story is true that that you know uh, he catches Toby doing something he sends his family off and it's just Toby and it's just Toby and Uncle Billy and Uncle Billy drops him off at the police department like out front on the sidewalk. Any proof yeah. to this at all that and the police have any documentation of this at all?
1: no proof yes there i have contacted multiple police departments thinking he got the wrong police department and maybe they arrested toby that night um there's no proof of that absolutely none so i cannot find any information any police department from whenever i spoke to different police departments they said that would never have happened if he would have dropped him off the police would have questioned So they just don't believe that story.
0: Okay, Any, being that you've talked to at least a couple of uh, Billy's daughters, any idea why this story was not put out there in 1986? And it had had to be, you know, it wasn't until 30 years later. Any ideas, their opinion?
1: Mm, No, I think they were just scared. I don't know if they're scared of their dad. I don't know what they're afraid of, but... No, I ha- I mean, that's the first time I ever heard this. No. I've never heard anything since then or to even gotten a real good story on that, um, okay. on what happened. So I, that I, it is not confirmed.
0: Okay. Um, as far as you can tell, um, what, is Billy telling the truth when, now that the story has come out, that Toby was doing something to at least one of Billy's daughters. Have any of the daughters said that yes, Toby did something to me today? Can you say and we're course we're not mentioning their names or anything, but and I would not I don't want you to mention their names. But have yeah. any of them said, giving support to this story that yes, Toby did something inappropriate with at least one of the daughters.
1: Um, there was one of them who was closer to my age and said that Toby did um Touch her now in details of what happened. I, I, I can't get much out of her. Um, you know, maybe she doesn't want to remember. I love her dearly, but it, yeah, mm-hmm. that's just the story. I mean, I have to believe her too.
0: I'm just yeah. yeah I'm happen. just I'm just asking you. Has she told you that this happened? I'm not asking you whether you know. We can yeah. talk about whether you believe it or not. <laughs> I'm just asking you whether she said it or not. You know, mm-hmm. did did she, she admit that yes, something did happen back then?
1: She said he touched her, yes.
0: Okay. And is she then also saying that then Toby disappeared right after this happened?
1: She said her dad took him to Grant's Pass Police Department and dropped him off.
0: All right. Well, she wasn't there, though, for the trip to the police department. but she So she's saying that he disappeared after this this, the way she remembers it, right after this touching incident.
1: Yeah, he was not seen again by any of them.
0: So okay.
1: once they were sent away in the car with their mom and um, he was gone by the time they got back.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, so we have, we go into the 90s. Uh, it's just interesting that this story doesn't come out for 30 years. It seems to me that... Uh, that's a more complete story than Billy just ran off, maybe they were just trying to protect Toby's reputation or something, I don't know. Alright, so what about uh, Billy's wife? We haven't talked about her very much, we've talked about the daughters, we've talked about Billy. What about the wife? What is she, did she have to say about all of this um, back at the time? Did anybody in your family have a chance to talk to her about Toby and him disappearing uh, independently of Billy? And once again, late 80s into the 90s, do we have any, no, if she's ever offered up any opinions her own, on her own?
1: No. Um, she was absolutely, from when I've met her, she was wonderful, wonderful woman. Um, but I have, and I don't know if anybody's ever questioned, and she's unfortunately no longer with us, but I don't know if anybody's ever questioned her in that manner, or did they ever in that, you know, because... Everybody thought in that time that Toby just ran away.
0: Okay. All right, and but she's not. Uh, we have a, a, unfortunately a lot of death in this uh, in this uh, episode today. Uh, Toby's parents died, but then she died. Correct. B- Billy's wife in
1: 1996. Um. Yes, I believe that was uh, 96, 97 is when she passed away.
0: Wow. Okay. All right, so we, so let's move on to this. Uh, maybe some people aren't going to be surprised by this at all. So we have um, kids, uh, at least you personally, and you maybe know some other children in your family were not allowed to be around Billy. Uh, it seemed he maybe gained this reputation after uh, Toby went missing, which could explain why nobody seemed to mind Toby going to Oregon uh, back in 1986. But eventually, Billy gets in trouble for the same thing um, that Toby was accused of doing in in Oregon. Why don't we talk about that now?
1: Okay, so my uncle Billy and his wife gets a divorce. He meets another woman, and um, he he has Grant, I, I guess, kids with her, and then. Um, he gets in trouble by um, rape
0: wow. of
1: these three kids. Um, mm-hmm. I have not fully read all the court documents. It is, unfortunately, public record. But, you know, he...
0: Please, he resta- state- please, uh, please restate that. It's pu- it's not public record or it is public record? Oh,
1: it is. It is public okay. record okay. of what he did, the court okay. documents. okay.
0: All right, and so these were his own kids, or being that she was married before, these were her kids from a previous marriage, or or what? Do, 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 you, do you These know? were
1: uh, his new wife's grandkids.
0: Oh my. Okay, and do you happen to know? We're not going to get away. with a PG rated program, family program. People watch it with their children, but or or and listen to it uh, with their children. Um, do you know how he got caught?
1: Yeah, um, the kids
0: had told their mother what he did. Okay, and so when did this happen? What approximately? What year? And was there a trial? Uh, when did that happen? Let's let's put that into the timeline. So, once again, Toby goes missing in '86. Uh, Billy's first wife, I guess, the father of it, the um, the mother of his four daughters. Uh, dies in 1996-97, he gets married again, and then when is he is a, accused of these um, horrible acts, and when does he go on trial, go to jail? Put that in the timeline for us, please.
1: Um, it, I believe, if I'm correct, early 2000, he was, um, the kids had stated something to their mother, Mm-hmm. About him touching them inappropriately, doing what he was doing to them. He was arrested and convicted of three counts of rape and has mm. been in prison ever since then.
0: And and what year is that?
1: Um, I believe that was ninety nine, two thousand, close right. to around that time.
0: Wow. Okay. So over twenty years and he is in jail now?
1: He is currently in prison, correct.
0: Okay. I have to ask you, when this all came to light, let's just say this started in 99, and uh, this all came to light, knowing uh, that Toby disappeared, did the attitude, of course, unfortunately, Toby's parents uh, were deceased by this time, um, did the opinions of, for example, Toby's brother and sister change regarding what could have happened uh, to Toby, did was there maybe a little bit of a change in the attitude of your family once Billy got charged uh, with these things that he that he accused Toby of doing?
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody even suspected Billy until I found out that he was living with him and came up with enough information um, from speaking to enough people wow. that yeah. Then now we're like, oh my god. Why didn't we
0: see this then? Okay. All right, so not even him going to jail, in your opinion, was enough to take your family away from the idea that Toby just ran off. Trust. All right, and I and the listeners should know, we try to keep open minds here, but we also know that, that you would think that People would start thinking maybe, well, it's possible that Toby ran away, but it's maybe possible that something else happened too, but you did not get that feeling in your family.
1: No, I don't think I would have ever question that at that time, okay. except, you know, until after everything I started researching.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, once again, this, uh, he goes to jail, let's say 2001, and you don't start. Um, doing your work that you've done, and I, and I want you to know that um, I, I think you've done a spe- you know spectacular job, especially getting into a disappearance 30 years after it happened, which isn't easy. But for those 15 years before him between him going to jail and you uh, you know, doing your work, obviously Toby's sister, you talked about her,, uh, you know, was doing work. Can you give the dynamics of your family in relation to Toby's disappearance between 2001 and 2016?
1: I think it was more everybody just thought he ran away and that he didn't want anything to do with anybody in the family. He's never contacted anybody. You know, his parents died, his brother and sister did, you know, go into teenager years. Everybody, you know, our lives start changing, and I don't think anybody in our family ever thought, because we're so spread out, that, yeah. you know, did something happen? I don't, I, I would have never have guessed that. I was absolutely floored when I found out.
0: Okay. Now, to bring this full circle, how you got involved is, we have to remember that it was um, Toby's sister, Marcy who was doing some work, but she was trying to find him under the idea that Toby really did uh, run off. At no point was Marcy looking into it from a standpoint of, I'm going to try to look into it and see if he ran off, but is there also a possibility that my Uncle Billy might have killed him? She was just looking at it from the one particular angle, not both.
1: Right. Well, I think what it was is Marcy and our grandmother had tried to help her find Toby. She had told Marcy that, you know, oh, he's tried to contact me after Marcy's dad died, you know, because Marcy said I'd love to find my brother. And mm-hmm. um, they they did, I guess, what at that time in the early 90s, almost a phone search. And so all this detective that she supposedly hired just gave him a list of all the numbers of any Toby Eugene Anderson in the United States. Mm -hmm. None of that even came out. So Marcy really had no idea as much as I was. We were blindsided by that.
0: Okay. Uh, I should ask you this. Being that this trial happened, uh, Billy was accused of all these things. Did your family believe he was guilty? And do you, did they believe that he should go to jail? Did, did he, or did they believe that these uh, girls were lying? What did your family believe?
1: I don't think anybody, you know, thought anything bad that happened until recently. Uh, whenever I started searching, and I just pretty much told everybody, I said, um... Now we've got information about where Toby was, Mm -hmm. you know, that was the biggest thing is, you know, now you're questioning what the heck were we told for, you know, 30 years of Toby's life? Why were we not told that this 16-year-old just, sorry, um you know, that a 16 year old just runs away, you know, why were we told that information and not, not the truth. I think Mm. that was the biggest thing that I was more floored about is, and and it was hard for me to understand that, especially never being told of, you know, here I've got a cousin that goes missing. Why am I not being told about my cousin that went missing? and what really happened and why has anybody not said something that was a disappointment for me within my family
0: well right and but i want to i just want to concentrate on this trial um for a moment did your family of course your whole entire family knew that he was on trial for doing this that they believe that he did it
1: i think some do some don't
0: all right okay to this day so what you're saying 20 years later there's still a a split decision in your family
1: I think majority of my family doesn't want to discuss it. Okay. To be honest. Okay. All right. Um, very uh-huh. old school. Um, you don't discuss those issues.
0: Okay. Family. All right. All right. I. If that's the if that's you're the truth, then that's the truth. Okay. I don't know your family. All I know is you. So, all right. That does gives the uh, uh listeners something. Okay. Now, Bye. when did you start? communicating uh, with Billy. And the listeners should know that there's um, uh, uh, some letters, uh, pictures of letters, I guess, that you sent me that will be available to the listeners so they can um, uh, read them for themselves. That It will be on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, and on the Facebook page, theunfoundpodcast.com. will have a page dedicated to Toby's disappearance exclusively. When did you start communicating with him? Did you say that he was surprised? To hear from you, how did that all get started, and and when did it happen? You know, what made it, motivated you to do this?
1: Um, I started writing him letters because after I found out that when why Toby went missing and what happened with Toby going missing, I wanted to find out what happened. So I was going to give the opportunity to my uncle, who was in prison, to explain to me what his story was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And okay. so I had decided to write him a letter myself. And when I did, it didn't take long for him to write me back um, at all. <laughs> <And> <laughs> okay. His at first he, His first letters was very confusing because he basically didn't... He didn't know who I was in the first letter. Um, He confused me with somebody else and was letting, basically saying, you know, I tried to help you. Don't you believe me? I've done this for you. I've done that for you. Um, Which he had me confused, I guess, with my sister who did live in Arkansas and you know I had to explain to him um I think you have me confused with the wrong one and he just basically in his letter said Toby ran away that's all he knows if something happened you know his letters would talk so crazy at times Mm -hmm. but if something happened you you can you could have to ask his dad or if something else happened you'd have to ask his mom um that that has been his letters from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Six different ones. He's accused everybody else except for himself. Mm-hmm. He has put the blame on even my mother, who lived in St. Louis, Missouri, and uh,
0: he, uh, specifically put the blame on your mother for what?
1: Um. For everything that's happened to him in his
0: life. All right. So all right. So up to and including uh, him going to jail for what he did to those girls. Yes, he has
1: okay. put the blame on my mom for
0: that too. Okay. All right. What has he specifically said about Toby? Uh, like you said, it, it. You know, the listeners will get to read the letters for themselves. We're not going to read every word here, uh, but just specifically regarding uh, Toby's disappearance. Any? Could you get anything out of him? Does he still say that Toby did? He dropped Toby off at the police department. Does he still say that Toby did something to at least one of his daughters? Does he still say those things, or have those things not come up, or he just won't talk about them? Or how would you portray it?
1: I feel like he twists the story around every single time. It's always different. So one moment it'll be this, one moment it'll be that. Um, He does put the blame on Toby. He says Toby did what he did to his daughters and he had to take care of that issue.
0: Okay. All right. And how many uh, correspondences? uh, Just the, uh, once again, let's just go maybe for an overall uh, idea. The listeners are going to read them for yourselves. You took very nice pictures of them, so they can be read very clearly, I think, by anybody on. Uh, maybe a phone might be a little small, but um, on a, a laptop or a tablet, I think uh, people will be able to read them fairly easily, but he's just a guy who's in jail who says he shouldn't be there and, uh, you know, he claims he's innocent and everything else.
1: Right. He claims he's innocent of the crimes that he has committed currently, of why he's in prison. He also puts the blame on Toby he said if Toby has is deceased then Toby's dad did it he would be buried on this Nash's property in California um Mm -hmm. he has stated Toby had died in a car accident um he also said that he overheard that Toby joined a circus and Toby um you know ran off with some circus whatever, and I did check that too, you know, I checked every lead that I even if it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard I checked into that to make sure that, gosh, could he have done that? Could he have ran off and joined a circus? Yeah, I always have possibility
0: you know, with people Okay Um, Do you have any plans? And where is he in jail? Is he in jail in Arkansas?
1: He is currently in prison in Pine Bluff, Arkansas.
0: Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Okay. And how many correspondences have you had with him? And when was the last one?
1: I have six from him and one from one of his daughters. And I have not heard from him in about a year. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I stopped is because some things he was saying about my mother and toby's dad that it was his letters were getting just like inappropriate um tough to handle yeah emotionally because each time he would write me a letter it was things of calling my mom the devil and my mom deserved what she got and that was that was tough for me um it was making me very upset it was making me angry and it wasn't just me it was you know i would always send everything i had to marcy and my sister and you know we all felt the same way as oh my gosh why would he even say this stuff so
0: Mm -hmm. that's
1: how we were getting through and at at the end when he stated my mom was the devil and she deserved everything she got and if it wasn't for her then he wouldn't be sitting in prison and you know Mm -hmm. just blaming everybody else saying i'm the innocent one you know that you know i'm the innocent one and i just got to the point where i couldn't take it anymore You I know, I, I, I felt like if this guy gets out, he's going to hurt somebody else, whether it's his own grandchildren or one of his own mm-hmm. children. But I, I, I got to that point after that where I was like, I'm not going to stand there and let somebody hurt mm-hmm. somebody else. I got to put a stop to this. So I, I cut off all communication. Um, he has made a statement to another person that, um, he had to save his family from a monster and he was referring to Toby Mm -hmm. and that he's not the monster, Toby's the monster, which is, you know, Toby's a 16 year old boy who's nobody's heard from in 34 years. So how is he a monster? Because if he was that bad of a monster, then you should have called the police and taken care of it that way.
0: Right. And if he was a monster and he really did run off, he probably most likely would have ended up back in jail and you haven't been able to find him in jail.
1: Right, yes. And that is okay. confirmation even from the detective. He's the one, I kept saying, well, I'm, I'm going to call this this prison again, this prison again. And finally he just said, I, I want you to understand, we've got Toby's fingerprints There is no information on Toby since 1986, absolutely none. And that goes to even, Mm -hmm. you know, even he's never been arrested, his Social Security has never been used, he's never had a job, so he's never filed taxes, there's nothing on him since 1986, no school records, nothing.
0: How has your family reacted to these letters? Maybe uh, pick out anybody in particular. You don't have to mention their names. Maybe I'll ask you specifically. How about Toby's brother and sister? How have they reacted to these letters?
1: Toby's sister, um, I have given her everything I've got. So anything and everything I do, I always run it by his sister first. Um, She gets emotional over these. She gets upset, she gets angry the same as I do. I mean, this is us having to go back in time and try to figure out why. What, what has everybody done? Why didn't we do anything? Could we have done something different then, yeah. you know? It, 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 we're, it, it's a lot of emotional things that we go through. You go through anger, you go through shame you go through hurt and then we go we're going through determination as we have to find Toby because that is the only thing i think that's going to save from another child getting hurt if something happened to him that night you know if yeah. another child gets hurt i'm never going to forgive myself and i think Marcy's the same way
0: so how, how have uh, how have Billy's siblings reacted to those letters? I mean, I, I have to admit, um, you know that he doesn't sound. Uh, Billy doesn't sound like he's all there now. How have uh, his siblings uh, reacted to these letters?
1: Um, there is not any communication. So my mom. Throughout all of this does not know um, she is in a nursing home I have not told her um, I have spoken to his brother and another uncle of mine and he is on the same page with me I think he's disappointed I think he's upset and hurt another one of the uncles is now unfortunately he has passed on too. Um And then the sister, you know, she, none of them have communication with each other. And it's sad. It's really sad that my family, unfortunately, with the situation in the past, doesn't talk. I mean, we hardly even know each other.
0: I guess I guess what I'm a, I guess what I'm asking you is being that they know about these letters and if they haven't seen them uh, they're going to see them because they're going to be public here uh, within the next few days, um, you know any kind of uh, looking back at that time and thinking well you know what maybe we should have been more open to buy. anybody I, changing their minds I, I can't find the word right off the top of my head right now but. A reanalyzation, reanalysis of 1986 and and Billy's story now that they know what he's written to you and and everything else.
1: Oh, I think so. I think one of my Uncle Billy's brothers has rethought to the point where the minute I I have told him everything that happened, what we were told, how we were told, and... It, more of the information and some of the letters, he immediately went to the detective and told him everything he knew about that time. And he even said, you know, I, I looked for Toby. Um. That was his exact comment to me as he mm-hmm. said, I always wondered what happened. And I think in the back of his mind, he questions and rethinks all of this now.
0: What's this been like for you? Uh, I, I it it seems this is the feeling that I that I guess especially with this uh, official interview today is that um, you are unique in your standpoint, your point of view uh, in your family regarding all of this. It, it, would you that would you say that's an accurate statement? And and and, and um, how has that been? You know, dealing with that for the last five years.
1: Well, you know, I I have to keep an open mind, because this is coming from two uncles, you know, I've got a cousin that's missing, I I love all of those girls, and I have to, to me, it's just, I am so determined to find out what happened, and the truth, that I have to keep an open mind on anything, Mm -hmm. and it's hard, because... I guess with me, I don't want to upset anybody, but then in my head, I'm not understanding if this was my father, if this was my sister, if this was somebody else, and my, I suspected that my sister or my even my father did something, I would be the first one to say something. Right. There's no way I could hide that. There's no way not come out and say something because I feel like that would have destroyed who I was so that is where I'm at now is you know I have to try to keep the peace but then I have to go off the information that I have collected and enough information on that
0: Would you say, um, do you you think that it's, uh, you know, now that, do you think it's getting, I realize it's very difficult, but would you say that it's getting easier now that you've gotten these letters, you're doing this information, of course you're being on Unfound and I'm going to continue to help you in any way I can. Do you think you're getting uh, more family support than you did back in 2016?
1: Oh, I think so. I think a lot of family members have Reached out to me and said, "Hey, you're doing a good job. Keep doing it. Find out the truth, you know." And and I know several of them have tried to help too. Is even dig up information and say, "Hey, have you checked into here? Have you checked into there?" Yeah. Because sometimes I get lost on doing this. Right. You know, I'm right. not sure. a detective. Yeah, but I have to do all of this. You know, even as family, the family tree we've gotten an h progression picture done completed it toby we also have his dna his dna and our dna in the system so if there is a john doe we have gotten that far so my biggest item right now is i'm to the point now where i don't care who i upset um there's a missing kid in our family yeah and he was 16 and he needs to be found.
0: Right. And
1: that's the bottom line. You know, he yeah. needs to be found. And if he did what he did, okay, we can get through that. But he's not here to speak that. So what happened?
0: Right. And Denise, uh, I, I think, are you uh, a parent yourself now?
1: I am. I'm a parent mm-hmm. of two boys and I have a bonus son and a grandson wow look at you
0: do you think do you think you being a, a mother now also motivates you it's additional motivation
1: oh gosh absolutely because i'm a mother of boys i was raised around girls mostly so being a mother of boys and knowing that boys can get in trouble boys Boys are boys. I mean, that's just, they're, they're different than a girl. Uh. Girls, I can tell you we are mean. And <laughs> we are definitely mean to each other. But there's there's something about boys and being a boy mom. Yeah, I'm yeah. bound to determine. And if something happened to one of my kids, yeah, I would do anything and everything there is to find the truth. Whether or not. And and that's how I follow with this. Yes, it hurts. It hurts to know that my family is going through this. And it also hurts to know what the truth is right now. And that we have enough evidence, basically, to show that Toby's not here. And he hasn't been here since 1986. Where is he? I don't know. You know, did he change his name? We don't know that either. Least likely is what the detective has told right. me.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, being that this has all come up um, in the last five years because of the, you know, the work that that you've done. Of course, um, you know, I think that uh, Toby's uh, sister Marcy has also uh, been very helpful. You, you know, working together. These letters that you have. Uh, any plans? For example, this is just one idea. To go back to uh, the house uh, that they lived in in Oregon, you know, was it a big property? Uh, Were there areas that um, Billy liked to go to? Uncle Billy liked to go to hunting, fishing, things like that. Uh, Maybe do some searches for some remains. You know, back in Oregon. Have you thought about that? Any? Where is that right now?
1: Um, So, currently, um, with the detective, he has um, ordered some things to be questioned with my uncle in Arkansas. So, because it's going from Oregon to Arkansas, they have to go through all the legal documents to make sure that is completed. Um, So, they are in process of that. We have requested multiple times to have cadaver dogs on that property there is people living on that property and they were currently logging um on part of that five acres um is aware that we suspect um toby could if he's passed away that he could be buried on that property so, the family mm-hmm. that lives there currently is aware of that. Okay They have not given us permission to search it on our own. So now we have to go legally to try to get that completed.
0: Okay, of course. okay, just wondered. And uh, you know, and I think we'll just leave it at that because we don't want to uh, give any heads up to anybody uh, out there. We, we, you know, if something happened and if if, Billy uh, did do something to Toby, whether Billy thought he was um, righteous in doing it because allegedly Toby was doing something to one of his daughters or whatever. you know, we don't know if there might have been other people involved or something, and we don't want those people uh, you know to, to, we don't want to tip our hand or your hand. You don't want to tip your hand as to what might be done in the future to try to uh, figure out what exactly happened to Toby. But uh, we'll just leave it at that. I do have to ask you this. Uh, I think um, some listeners out there, uh, we have a very astute uh, audience uh, for this program, uh, they may be thinking, Toby disappears in uh, 1986. Billy has this story that does not seem to have a lot of support. And, and then late 90s, he gets in trouble. He goes to jail uh, for abuse, molestation, whatever we want to call it. He's still in jail now. That's a span of like thirteen years, I guess, between Toby disappearing and um, what he did to the granddaughters of his uh, second wife. Are, are you know? Is there any allegations that he could have? You know, do we have a belief out there that you know there could have been things done in between that time? You know, because we kind of have this idea that these types of people you know don't stop. Um, it. Can you say anything about that?
1: Um, I have found a a couple of individuals that have came forward and said there was some issues with my uncle. Um, You know, and and unless they can give a statement to the detective to confirm that. Um, But do we suspect more? Yeah, we do. Um, Okay. Young, definitely young teenagers,
0: Okay. I don't think anybody would be surprised by that. Okay, I will just leave that topic at that. Um do you have a uh, Facebook page, website, anything like that uh set up?
1: Yeah, so I have a Bringing Toby Home page. Um I try to put as much information on there including pictures. Uh his, his cases, since it's so complicated and there's not a whole lot of information, he, he's never gotten a lot of attention. Um, it's not that we don't care, it's that I've been fighting for this case for the last four or five years to get some recognition for him because he does deserve it. Um, unfortunately, one of the family members says he, he didn't matter. Nobody cared about him, so I was told to be quiet about it, and I'm not going to be quiet about it. He, he doesn't deserve to have his name quiet.
0: Okay. All right. Um, any final words before we complete this interview, Denise?
1: I think we just need to know what the truth is. So if somebody is out there that knows what happened... You know, I mean, it's been 34 years. It's time to say something. You know, let us know what the truth is. Whether it's good or bad, you know, if something happened, we can face that. But we need to know the truth, and we need to know where he's at. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the biggest thing now, is Marcy and Randy deserve to know where their brother is.
0: Right. All right, Denise, uh, and I will continue to help you on this. I realize you're a very tough position. This is a disappearance that's 35 years old. You didn't personally start working on it until it was 30 years old. And, um, you know, uh, working with uh, not as much technology back there, of course, no internet, no social media, no cell phone information that we talk so much about in disappearances in the 21st century. But I want you to know... That uh, always be a resource for you. Anything that goes on, you can ask me of my opinion on it. Any help that I can give to you uh, to make your job as easy as possible, um, uh, I will do that. Uh, you have my word on that. And I appreciate you being on this episode of Unfound.
1: Thank you so much for having me and letting Toby's story get told.
0: You're welcome. And that was my May 23rd, 2021 interview with Denise McGarity, cousin of Toby Anderson. I thank her for joining me and all of you on the program. I also need to thank Marky Davis from the We Help the Missing page on Facebook. She has put Unfound in touch with some of the guests you've heard recently, including Denise. And you will be hearing from some other guests who came to Unfound through Marky, in the upcoming weeks. Thank you, Marky. You heard me several times during the interview asking Denise about her family, about their attitude, about their thoughts, about their opinions regarding Toby's disappearance. In each instance, Denise said that her family's beliefs never changed, despite the evolving attitude toward Uncle Billy. And even after Billy went to jail... For crimes against children. I want to make two points about this. Number one, I'm not saying Uncle Billy did something to Toby. He may very well have. He may very well have killed Toby due to catching Toby doing something to one of the daughters. It could have happened. And Uncle Billy may have felt right in doing it. Could have happened. He may have killed Toby for no reason. Or he may have killed Toby for some reason in between. Or Toby could have run off. Just because Marcy and Denise haven't been able to find any records for him does not mean he isn't out there alive and thriving. That's point number one. Point number two, and this is the theme of this episode. I hope you don't judge Denise's family too harshly. Even myself and I think I'm as realistic and even-handed as can be when it comes to family. But if a cousin went to live with my brother Brian, who, as one of my siblings, I'm the closest to, if Brian were to tell me that the cousin ran off, I would believe Brian. No doubt in my mind. Hey, brother Brian has his faults, but doubting him about something like that would not occur to me. And even if Brian then got into other trouble, I might still hold out hope that he told the truth about the cousin. What I'm saying is the Andersons didn't act much differently than any of you would have under the circumstances. Now, it may help that you follow true crime, and you understand some of these situations better than most. Maybe that would keep you somewhat objective. But it's tough for us as humans... To accept that a person we grew up with, had great times with, who has the same genetics as us, could do something as ghastly as harming another family member. Maybe the reason we can't even consider it is that we fear our own genetics could cause us to commit the same horrible act under certain conditions. Whatever the reason... When any of us must contemplate this kind of situation in our lives, maybe the first thing we should do is go get some blood thinner. I'll leave the theorizing up to you. And that's the program. If you found it informative, please go to the app that you use to listen to Unfound and give this podcast a nice review. I thank you for listening. I'm Ed Densel, and you've been listening to Unfound.